Welcome to another edition of Insecure Recap. We have a new name, the do's and the don'ts. Shout out to Cosby for revamping for us. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to getting to season five, episode two. Wow, <laughs> a lot happened. Uh, we're waiting for Jay Hall to join us and we'll get started soon. So come in, relax. Happy Halloween, happy Sunday. Um, hope you had a good weekend, safe weekend, and we'll get into the recap soon. Got my, my tea ready. Hey, Jazz. We're getting started soon. We're just waiting on Jay to get here. Because, baby, have some thoughts. <laughs> All right, Jay's here. Yo. Hey. What up, though? How are you? I'm 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 good. I see you like ready, like you. <laughs> you know, I had a. Uh, we talked about an hour ago, so I was still uh. Have my bonnet on, and I would get to get my life together. So, <laughs> no, you, I, I could, I could still tell the difference though. Like last week, you was ready. Like yeah. today, you seem like ready, ready. Yeah, ready, 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 ready. You, you, and I, I was watching it this time, kind of like, oh, Charlotte, Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte, 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 Charlotte. So I, I don't know how much of help I can be in this one besides just helping you along the way. But you know, said like this episode spoke it spoke you to me. But you know, how are you? It's my whole life on film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How's your weekend? Um, my weekend was cool. You know, it was a, it was a very challenging week, but this weekend was definitely something of well rest and and to chill out and all that good stuff. So it was it was it was cool, man. I hate that it's it's never long enough, right? These weekends be short as these insecure episodes. Five no. minutes. Five minutes. By the time you get into it, it's over. So it's over. like, yeah, <laughs> it's over. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Uh, you came up with that um, three, three things, three topics you want to discuss today, and then we'll we'll let y'all go. Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me, is that can black women have it all at the same time? Oh. <laughs> so dive right in. Dive right in. Can you have job, career, career, friendship, money, and your relationships, whatever that, that looks like for you, all rolling are all soldiers at the same time for black women? I think so. And I think I really don't like how that question always lands on black women, you know, because who has, who has it all, all at the same time? Like in like for a long time, right? You're going to like life for me, for my experience, I'm just speaking from my own personal journey. Like you have things, you have it, and then you know you lose. People lose jobs, people lose relationships, da 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 da. And so for me, I, I still feel like that's a fulfilled life. 
And if you do have it at the same time, it's almost like, even if for black women, even if they have it for like 40 years, if they lose one of it, it's like, ha, there, see, you can't have it all. And you're like, God dang, like she had it for like Ozzy Davis and Ruby D time. (laughs) (laughs) But it's almost as if it's it's never, and I, I, I see it as a witness, like it's almost as never enough um, for you when it comes to um, black women, like having it all. Like me as a single black man, if I can't get a woman, nobody never says like, yo, Jay can't have it all. They just say Jay ain't got a woman. Right. So the onus is put back on black women. It's always put on y'all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to figure it out or something's wrong. Um, so I felt like that was the underlying like thing that wasn't like pronounced. It was very underlying. Um, but it was good to see Then one year later was, I was not expecting that. Were you expecting that? No, um, that that threw me off. Yeah, rightly, I, I didn't, I, I didn't mind it, but it threw me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of have a thing when shows do that, especially when they kind of do that in the last season. Now, Issa has put in enough work for for me not to dismiss her and kind of have like, all right, let me just trust the process, right? But it it, it struck me, it struck me a little way. To just do this skip. Yeah, because, I mean, technically, I don't really know how long anything had been. Right. We just got started. You know, so it's kind of like one year later. But one year later from what? Y'all just showed up at the reunion. What was that from? Like, (laughs) how much time (laughs) was that from? Right? So, I don't know. I don't know. For me, it it rests the risk of rushing things. But, again, I just, I'm just going to trust Issa. I'm just going to trust Issa. I agree. I agree. The only thing I would say for that is that at least she didn't do it, like, the last couple episodes. It's it's early enough for, I guess, the story to continue to develop from there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Versus, you know, sometimes they do it towards the end or you get the cliff notes at the end, what happened. Um, so I'm interested in seeing, but yeah, I think the timestamps would help. I think the only timestamps we have is Molly cutting her hair, which you, you brought up last week. Mm-hmm. And I wish I, I, I didn't have the, the best week. So I didn't get the chance to kind of really talk about it. But they talked about it on the wind down about, I saw that. about black women and transforming their hair. Um, but I think cutting hair is a different thing than just transforming, right? It's, I think it's a liberating act, a very intentional act. So I still want to ask around to see if we can find somebody to talk about that from their experience. Um, but I think that's the only time stamp we have, like a reference for it that something has changed. You know, Issa looks the same. Everybody else kind of looks the same. So we don't know, you know, where we are on this insecure timeline. Yeah, that is true. What what would you say? I mean, I know you said we you need to find someone else, but when you you did say there's a difference between trans in the transformation, the difference between cutting off and transformation. Is that is that what you said? Mm-hmm. What what is that difference? Because I mean, I I would think on the surface cutting your hair off is a transformation, but I guess what you're saying that's not so. No, I'm saying cutting your hair is a transformation, but there's different transformations that women take. They're not cutting your hair. Right, so sometimes I wear a fro, sometimes I wear my hair straight. I got them in faux locks now. Um, those are transformations to the hair, into the style, into the energy, and like how I want to present, you know, at this whatever given time. But it's not shaving my head, you know. Got it. That's a different level of I want to be. Um, I want to release something old. I'm assuming, and I want to. Represent myself to the to the world. 
And gotcha. it's something I, I never experienced from that from that lens. Got you. No, it makes sense now. It makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, I when you, I think about the timestamp, um, and that's another reason why I'm kind of iffy on the timestamp because the last episode didn't really tell us. It made me no. feel like the last episode was already in a timestamp because right. Issa's speaking, speaking on a form, you know what I mean, things of that nature. And so I don't know the difference between how her company has been between here and now. But I'm just going to have to trust the process. I'm, I'm, I'm uneasy about it. I think time steps, um, time stamps when it comes to episodes, especially when I think about Insecure, the show, the time has always moved so fast anyway. Mm, true. Like when I was binging the episodes to kind of catch up last last week, like remember when um, what was um, when Lawrence disappeared for a second? Mm-hmm. We didn't know exactly, but we got the feeling that it had been going for that he had been going for a long time. But I think this was good to what the positive about the Lawrence or that, Nate, Nathan. Lawrence, remember when Lawrence kind of just showed up at the store and oh, um, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she was on her way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he was like five episodes he wasn't in and we yeah. were all kind of worried for a second. Well, you wasn't because you was you was done with him. But <laughs> but some of us was a little bit like, yo, is Lawrence going to be on the show? But um, I will say it was good to see her and Molly kind of back at it as friends. Yeah, it was. It's a deep, see that deep intimacy of friendship. I think one of the things you kind of bring, bring up, I'm not sure if we brought it up on the last week, but we definitely talked about it in real life about how uh, friendships are as valuable, right, as as romantic relationships, that they don't necessarily get the same weight in society. Um, but the intimacy is, is really important as well uh, between friends and maintaining that. And so to see them at a very healthy level, but also very much their own and having their own voice and their own perspective uh, was very very refreshing to see. Yeah. Yeah, I agree it was. And it's good to see on screen an episode of Black Women Getting Along. Yes. Just period. <laughs> <laughs> There's never too much of it, for sure. And supporting each other and Molly showing up. I think what we got, too, was that we see Issa at this new, on this new level with her event, you know, um, with with this artist, she's, you know, managing from what we understand. And, you know, Molly shows up, this parallel that we get from the end of season four, or is that three? I don't know, whatever season it was, um, at the block party versus where she is now and how Molly shows up and the growth, the therapy, <laughs> the self-awareness and doing the work is, is evident. Um, and so kudos to Molly for doing doing the work and showing up as a supportive friend with no negativity, no, you know, just being there. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like Molly has done that before. And I, I feel like that that's how things leave a stain on people's mouth, on, mm-hmm. in their mind, right? Molly had a few episodes where she didn't do that. Then we all forgot about how she totally saved Issa in that first season when the dude Issa cheated on with showed a better event, right? Like, True. Totally, like, always had her back. But that's going to show you, like, we remember the pain more sometimes we remember the joy. True. What I would like to say is seeing their relationship, this is the first time we've seen their relationship on an even scale. Mm, that's where both, both of their careers are flourishing. Um, both of them are feeling a sense of, like, life and enthusiasm in what they do. Right. 
And a lot of times, especially with friends from college, a lot of us get lost in that shuffle because we haven't felt that way back since we was in our dorms. Mm. And we was both starting out. Right. And sometimes we get lost in that in our friendship because it becomes a relationship of one needing the other one to help. And we're seeing their relationship in this episode as two people who don't who don't need each other in a right. sense. Like they yeah, they're there on a want scale. They're comforting each other and being there for each other. It, 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 even, it even is viewing-wise, it looks like it looks even to see, like, the emotional support for both. Yeah. Versus, versus before, you were either on this side, like, okay, Molly's always and then You know what I mean? But now it seems very even, which is something relationships don't get a chance to do. Yeah, that's really good. I, you know, and shout-out to Issa and the growth that I would have loved to kind of has some kind of bridge between, you know, how she got to this point a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? So maybe they'll do some hindsight, some flashbacks, who knows? Um, yeah. There's one other point that stood out to me. Oh, Nathan. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting on like, because <laughs> like, I'm like, Charlotte loves Nathan. So let's. Team Nathan over here. Team Nathan. I might okay. have to that. I am definitely Team Nathan. I, ooh, I, ooh, he left. He Take left. He showed up. So, mm, they're friends, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is good. You know what I'm saying? Let me drink some. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I paint the picture while you're drinking your tea? Mm -hmm. All right, so we see them as friends. We see them getting along, right? And it's a good attitude to have. And they're somewhat working together. Nathan is actually comfortable with telling Issa that like, he got personal, not personal issues, but, you know, he got another life outside of her. And everything is cool. He's just like, yeah, like, Issa calls him over at the end of the night because, you know, the dude that Kofi played, whose name is Crenshaw, he played her. So she's, she's had a stressful day. And so she calls Nathan, has some drinks. They chilling. She asks him to stay the night. They start kissing, and then yes, yes. she busts out crying. She busts out crying. He holds her. He's there for her. She goes to sleep. She wakes up. He's gone. All right. Chalk. <laughs> I, I blame this on Issa. Go ahead. I blame this on Issa. I feel like she went to him... Um, and not with like a full transparent, you know what I'm saying? With her, or her intentions weren't clear with him at that point. I don't think she was clear with him himself. I think it was very like, I don't think she felt away until he was saying he had somewhere else to go downtown. You know what I'm saying? Then she felt away while they were at the restaurant talking business. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she wanted to see. I think she was kind of pulling her weight to see what her weight was. You know what I'm saying? See, see what he was, what he would do. I, I think she still likes him, but I feel like she was being slightly manipulative in the situation. Um, to be honest, man, um, that's interesting. I definitely identify with that. <clears throat> I've definitely been Nathan. Definitely, definitely, definitely been somebody. Definitely been like there's a lot of men who might who's going to hear this and know there's been that time 
where you get the call, you you know, you're there, it's late, whatever. And definitely did the kissing for 20 seconds and then the girl buses out crying. Really? And you're like, yeah, you're like, whoa. Like, this is something, I mean, fully clothed, crying, and you're like, it, and they're like, it's not you. They were just like, really? like that. Yeah. So <laughs> this is another thing I kind of really, and this is why I say I got to have faith in Issa, like when it comes to her, like as a writer and her yeah. creativity, because she touches on things that we don't shine a light on enough, like, cause that happens. And when, as a guy, when I go back to any one of my circles of guys, right? Like there are at least one or two stories of that. Right. Of you being the gentleman who shows up and then the girl busts out. I mean, you don't even need no cue. Like, she busts out crying. And you're like, yo, what is going on? Because obviously some weight was on her. Um, I don't know if I can say there's a blame mm -hmm. yet because, you know, but I, I'm. Just, how about this? I, for me, I'm just going to judge this episode for what it is. I don't want to predict anything. So if I'm going to look at this episode for what it is, I don't know if I can necessarily put a blame on Issa, but what I will say is, there's not a lot of conversation that happens about what guys can, when guys really be using their nice guy card. So it was like, all right, I'm going to be your friend. You want me to be your friend? Cool. I'm going to be your friend, right? We're we going to be people who used to kick it, but we friends now. So right. I, I, I'm being this gentleman. And, man, you bust all crying? Like, so you want me, like, to put this emotional weight on you, like, on, on me now? And, all, and like you said, you didn't talk to me. You didn't say anything. Because maybe I am down with a hug, with right. hugging you, right? Maybe right. I am down with hearing your issue. But to your point also, when you pointed out, you not showing interest until I tell you I got something else going on, there's a rack of gentlemen that's going to raise their hand and be like, yeah, that was me. Yep. Um, yep. And, 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 and unfortunately, we don't necessarily get the guidance enough when we're younger to deal with that. And a lot of us turn bitter. Mm. And then we end up turning that disappointment onto somebody else and that's when you start hearing a lot of generalizing and the whole nice guys lose and things of that nature and I, i'm only judging from this episode right here right you know i mean literally just so, but it was a lot it was a lot packed in there because they it was have a lot and i feel like nathan has been since he came back very upfront and open and transparent even with him saying that like he had a situation downtown you know what i'm saying he was being as a friend like this is this is where I, mean, I, I give nathan credit nathan credit you know i i just didn't want to i didn't like the boost of nathan of the it, like in like this in spite of knowing like i i thought that they they both had they thing right but one thing i give nathan credit for his intentions was always there from the beginning right and he out of all the out all the gentlemen he sedated he was always like i come for you yeah, yeah. He was always like, "What's up?" And so, that's a lot to pour on somebody when you just start busting out crying in the bed, yo. Like, are you aware that that happens? I mean, I'm not trying to dig into your no, personal, I, but I've never done that before um, with anybody like new. Like, I haven't. I don't think I've ever cried with anybody in the bed. To be honest, like, other than like, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Uh, but no, I never like uh, call somebody up to you know. I have like I have called people up before to feel whatever boy. But I never cried emotionally. Like I never emotionally dumped out, um, in that way. 
I think, you know, we can talk about sex or manipulation as a way of emotional dumping on someone. You know, I think there's a lot of ways that emotion can come out. But um, I never used a man to cry, you know, um, in that in that way. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe right. Um No, so that was, that was, I saw where she was coming from, but I feel like a year after Lawrence, I don't know. That was, it seemed like it had been enough time. And if she really, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I think she's been manipulative. And I don't think it was a conscious manipulation, but I feel like this is what I will say, though. Issa, season three, season four, season two, would have went through with it. So Issa, A, having emotion, showing emotion, because we haven't seen that level of vulnerability from Issa ever. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. So her breaking down um, was probably, she probably didn't even cry after she walked away from Lawrence last episode, I'm assuming. You know what I'm saying? She probably mm. kept going through work and like, you know, kind of going through the motions. So it's probably, you know, just a realization like of, of her reality now. But um, so I think the vulnerability for Issa has to be acknowledged and for her to put a pause on it. I think she did put a pause on with Daniel once too as well. So that's good, right? But um, yeah, she wasn't honest and she needed to pull her her words out before she climbed in the bed with him. Because they could have just been chilling on the parents and he went home or, you know, he could have slept on the couch. Or she could have still had that kind of emotional support. Now, well, describe, like, idealize what you, when you say manipulation. Because I, I wasn't thinking manipulation. So, and kinda, I, like, help, I me, help me see what, what part is that. I think there's degrees to manipulation, right? Okay. Um, and so, I think there's a manipulation where wherever your intentions aren't aren't pure and aren't, aren't honest or forthcoming, you know what I'm saying? Especially with someone you have that much history with. I think that she invited them over for drinks knowing she wanted to see if the possibility was more. And then when he was like, I right. with the pregnant pause to give you like, are you, have you thought about this to the extent that needs to be thought about? And she hops in the bed with him and then she pulls the plug with someone who's already talked about his fears of rejection and his emotional, you know, uh, things he's going through uh, and how he receives information. Uh, it's manipulative. That's what's up. I think that's something important that you point out is that both sexes use, like people use each other. And, you know, I'm I'm not getting to the whole swing of, like, I'm not one of those people that as soon as I see, like, one woman do something, I'm like, see, there, there, there. <laughs> but I do think that there should be room to acknowledge that manipulation and using of someone happens. Absolutely. Um, I also, I'm not trying to, like, twist the night, but I, this is something I like to say is that consequences aren't absolute. Mm. It's the, like mistake, the mistake Issa made in season one 
it's literally still it, it it never is going to leave. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think people I think people forget or we like to think that when we do something, we get our consequence and that's like that's it. That's it. Yeah. And, and no, it's it if you know, you kind of like our social path, like, you know, you're emotionally disconnected and you don't feel nothing from it. All right, cool. But if there's a feeling there, like you care, it's always going to come back to the fact that none of this would have happened if we just would have issued out, dealt with our issues right then and there. Like, I didn't have to do that. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and it's, it's always going to come back to that. And I think when you have, and thank you for calling it vulnerability because I have a hard time on a personal note accepting vulnerability when it's a breakdown because right. it's more like you broke down, like you wasn't intentional about being a vulnerable, but I guess I can see it the way you break the way you just explained it, but it just goes to show like the things that act the thing just like with Lawrence, right? You are now our father, right? So that consequence is that's what it is. It's it's going to follow you. And I think with Issa and that breakdown, it's always going to come back to the fact that, like, yo, I, like, I did, I'm not going to escape this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so maybe her character on the show, we seen Molly have therapy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is another, this yeah. is another point to why <laughs> therapy is so important. Exactly. Because just because your motor skills are telling you and you're operating, Charlotte, that you're doing fine, you have those moments and then you realize you are not fine. Right. Right, absolutely. And I think I think it's important to note that um and to deal with those consequences. I'm I'll be interested to see what the next episode has for like the consequences of you know uh I saw someone say that he was ghosting her again. I was like, Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. That's not fair. It would be considered a ghost at this point. If 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 you think about the way we just what we just said. That would not be considered a ghost. I don't think so either. It's not. I don't. Mm -mm. Um, Issa created that bit. <laughs> Literally. Um, so we'll see. I'm I'm excited. Um, I enjoyed Kofi's uh, appearance today. I thought he was more of a main. It seemed like he's. I don't know. We'll see. Like I don't it, know it, it does. I mean, character or yeah. You know, just a one-off. But you know who my favorite character is now? I can't even... Koya, uh, her assistant. Oh, she's hilarious. Hilarious. Just she's like, hilarious. Brilliantly funny. Just a perfect comedic actor. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to her. Uh, let me ask you, because I, I, I got to throw this in there before we go, because I saw it. What did you think about um, Molly's mom trying to link her up? Has that ever dwelled in the history of moms hooking up someone? <laughs> does that, like... Does it ever go well? Yeah, I guess it's my question. Like, does that, like... What I don't is it, what is it with What is it with parents, like, you being you not enough? What is... Like, what is what is that? That whole, like, I'm going to be old by the time you have kids and da-da-da. Like, wh where does... When is that... When are we ever going to be done with that? <laughs> I don't know, you know, and I'm grateful. Um, I can't relate to that at all. Like my parents, Oh no, I can't relate to it. No. I don't. <laughs> parents, you know, I this ain't for us. It's not for us. It no, it's not feeling and my my parents have never tried to hook me up with anyone. They have never been like, When are you having doing X, Y, and Z on any timeline? 
Um, we have conversations where I'm telling them this is where I am, this is how I feel, this is what's important to me right now. And they're like, okay, (laughs) you know, um, and they create, you know, a buffer, I think like with family who are invasive sometimes with their questions and interrogations, um, based off the conversations that we're having. So I'm, we have these conversations in private by the time we get into public and there are all these other social cues and social pressures they understand who I am and what what's valuable to me right now. And they're like, they re- create this, this shield for me, which I, my mom, silent assassin. Like, yeah, yeah. I've been around your parents. I've seen that shield. I've I seen love it. that. I love they that. definitely have a non-verbal, like, you can definitely feel that team going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's no. dope. They're like, nope, that's, nope, that's the line right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what that, I don't honestly know what that's like. Um, that said, I, I don't know. You know, I think my hope was that if they did try, they know my style, my taste, things that are valuable and important. You know, we've had conversations, you know, very early on, you know, in my household, gender roles aren't aren't defined (laughs) my dad cooks a lot um my mom cooks too but my dad you know it's just whoever can do the thing the best the easiest the fastest that's who got it done um and so those things that are important to me my relationship that gender roles aren't uh, defined i'm not pigeonholed into those are important um that you know someone who it's not defined by patriarchy and, and those misogynistic. So all those things that are important, they know. And so that way we can have those kind of conversations. So I hope that my parents will be like, they will hook me up with someone who is compatible, you know, mm-hmm. at least if they, they were going to try to intervene. But I, I, I get, I think it's coming from a real intention place, but it creates this unnecessary uh Herbert didn't need to be involved. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because he's yeah. gone in this this I think when you see it to your point which you just brought up, which is very interesting, if you are attacking it the way Molly's mom did, let's just use Molly's mom as an example. Right. That is the practice of misogyny and patriarchy in a sense, because it's saying you woman, you shouldn't you at this point some man should you should be with some man right now. And that's the part where I don't think a lot of parents of that mindset, they don't necessarily understand how they're operating when they do that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty much what you're telling, especially when it comes to the young black daughters. Like, you're not enough as you are. Until. So you got a thriving career, thriving friendship, thriving life. Doesn't matter. Like, but at the same time, we depend on you financially and for your your career we we literally ask you all the answers when it comes to all of that because we're in this time capsule but we know what's best for you when it comes to this relationship thing i've had homeboys where like their mom was always like um um i had a cousin god bless him he was all his his mother was always like where's keisha like i want keisha right like and i'm making this name up okay right. Keisha, but where's Keisha? His mom was always in his fix. And I had homeboys whose mom was in the fix. And when I was younger, man, I thought my mom's kind of being like, 
you know, very kind of cut off by not doing that. I got older and I see how things turn out for them versus myself. And right. God, I just want to hug her. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause to you, what you said, like my mother was just, she just left me alone. Right. I didn't understand how important that was, but there are a lot of dudes who go through that too. It's not the same way. Mm -hmm. um, of course, like the way it is for Molly in the sense of like, I really want to hook you up, but right. they definitely are on some like, you need to be with somebody. You need to produce children. You need that. And they're in your business. And it's almost this thing about how, as you are, isn't good enough. And, and I find it such a contradiction when you think about it, because it's like, yo, I'm already where I'm at. Right. Like, and I worked so hard to get here. <laughs> I worked hard to get here, right? I'm the result of your parenting. Right. And then you're telling me it's not enough because I don't have somebody standing next to me. I just thought that was important because we've always, one thing that's been consistent about this show is Molly's career has always been right. what it is. And right. it's interesting to see her mom kind of come in and feel, and then you just slap this guy on. And like he didn't even try. Like, <laughs> like you just need a body. Anybody. You just need a body. <laughs> you Anybody. Need a body. Yeah, you just need a body. So I, I just, like you said, it's not our personal experience. Like, it's nothing that I can relate to. But we both acknowledge it definitely is a thing. I mean, we got friends, right? Who, right. It's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. So I just thought that was something to break up. And also, just wanted to say, dating online does suck. So I was with Molly when she had that anxiety. Oh, no, you know how Woo! I feel about it. <laughs> Hate it. Woo! Uh, did it. Maybe two weeks, and which is like this is hell, and this is like a mind off and on, off and on. Like, let me try, let me see what the hype is gonna figure out. It is literally like it's terrible. Some of the earth out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at her for having anxiety about that right there. Like, I'm not but mad I'm about her. Get out there and try, though. You know, and she had to date, like putting herself out there, taking control of like you know how she wants it to go. And those conversations that we've had before, right? The same effort that we put in our careers that, you know, we, we want to put into our relationships and put an effort into creating that as we want it or defining as we want it. Um, so I appreciate that part. And I'm glad for her um, doing it on her own terms um, as well. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie, Charlene. We, you, we've had this conversation. I often feel bad for my homegirls that are in their 30s and got to go through that. Yeah, because unfortunately, the way social condition has been, women have all a lot of women have always been conditioned to kind of just like be present, present right. yourself, right. and not go after. Like going after mm -hmm. is taboo. And I'm not gonna lie, when I first used to hear that, I didn't have no sympathy. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Whatever you be. But I, I even when I see this episode right here, I'm like, no, that's a real thing. Because if you've been taught your whole life that all you had to be was just be. Right. And now the game has changed. Right. Versus myself, when I was like 11, they were literally throwing me into a group of girls. Right. Mm. And was saying, go to me being turned down and all that other stuff. I'm, I've developed like a wall for it. I just hate online dating because it takes away the naturalness and the vibe of everything. But times have just changed. It's just what it is. Like you, if you want to meet people, you just, it's just where it is. But I appreciate them showing a very gentle side of Molly to see her go through that because I think sometimes people miss that. And, I, and I'm glad that they let it sit for a second too. Mm -hmm. Like, like yeah. let it sit. Cause I think sometimes with Molly stuff, it, it goes too quick. Yeah. You know, we've had this conversation, right? I, I feel like when it comes to Molly's character, her subtle moments, her emotional moments, they go too quick and people only remember the fire. 
And I thought it was good to see this episode to really see Maya, I mean, um, see Molly really sit in her anxiety, sit. Like when she ran back her mind, how she was and all that. That's That was good. That was a lot for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it kind of brought it, brought it to mind that, again, this therapy, this reflection, this self-awareness, this getting really clear and intentional about what you want and not just what has came to her. And I think that's what Molly has done. She just kind of reacted to what has came to her versus going after, you know, uh, knowing what she wants and then going after that. Even with the wave, right? Like mm -hmm. we saw the, and then she was like, calm down, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> because Molly in episodes before was always so like, Gone so you job right. interview, what's going right. on. Right. And now it's just this human, this stripped down part that I, I'm, I'm enjoying seeing because for me, I look at it and I, I like to see these different aspects of black women when they show that you being vulnerable doesn't mean you're not strong. It's not just either or. Right. You know, I think that's very important. I mean, you, you've educated me on that, right? It doesn't have to be this either or thing. And I think Molly is the perfect character to display that. I agree. I agree. And it's the other stuff. The cinematography is just amazing just to see yeah. the beautiful brown, black, skin on on film oh we got um, to the point of insecure it's all black now like i forgot how many white people were on the show in the first two seasons right we got to the point now it's like oh, you. <laughs> we, had, we had one we had like one white man earlier today you know with the um with the um with the pitch um but even the the fashion show was beautiful um it was just a lot of good moments frames in there mm-hmm that you know even the opening with the sunsets and the city it's just they're really intentional about capturing these um vignettes um um in a really magical way so um yeah i'm excited yeah and i connected to it because on a personal note i've seen you put together things so it was just like when she, when Issa was dealing with that stress behind the scenes i was like yeah Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely I was I, I felt that because I've witnessed your hard work and I don't think people again I'll tip my hat off to Issa she's you know like taking away all of the the layers and showing you the real thing you know that although it went back and it was successful that was still disrespectful as hell yeah you know to do that so I'm I'm with it I'm I'm excited for it any early predictions we we saw in the trailer that Lawrence is you know I guess we're gonna see Lawrence side just any predictions that we just so you can just say you said it here first I have no, the only thing that comes to my mind is team Nathan um I have no other predictions <laughs> I got you I don't now know I'm, you. I'm excited for the ride though I'm the type yeah. of person who don't even like read synopsis on shows or, or movies anything I just kind of I decide if I want to see it or watch it, and I kind of just go in blind and let it take me on a journey. That's how I prefer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think Lawrence, I think we're going to see Lawrence. I, I'm, I'm interested. I'll tell you what I'm interested in seeing. Lawrence's fatherhood. Mm. I'm interested in seeing how that's going to play out. I, I agree. I yeah. Agree. I really am interested in see how it's going to play out. And, you know, if he stays with, if he goes back to Condola, you know, um, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I'm, I want to see that in Lawrence because he's been challenged a lot. And I just want to see how that side, you know, plays out. Me too. Because yeah. now you have to tell women you have a child. 
That's what you have to tell them. And I yeah. just want to see the transition, how that dialogue, you know, comes in. So you have to tell them, you know, there's a lot of people who don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm not one of them. <laughs> I've been friends with a lot of them. Hiding <laughs> a child. Yeah. yeah. Or they'd be like, well, you didn't ask. You didn't ask. Is that, is that, that's the one, right? I never said I didn't have a child. You're on your fifth date, Negro. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, what are you, it's your fifth date? You ain't want to, like, mention you got two daughters? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I, I want to, and that, that's why I want to see a, a different version of that because the version that I've seen and we've only seen has always been kind of the Fugazis. Yeah. And I, I want I want to see if it, I, I'm interested to see Issa's touch on how Lauren presents himself as that, like as a father now. And that might be the whole part of the whole one year later thing. Right. Because now we got a baby. A baby baby. Uh, got a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a sad song. Why did I know it like six years old? I don't. I don't. I don't know how old I was. I don't. Got a baby, but Britney Spears got a brain. Damn, Damn Shane, the girl can hardly spell the name. That's not to us. That's up to Britney's family. Oh, but let me show you how it affects our whole community gig. <laughs> and you dancing? That was not a song to dance to, Charlotte. I was doing my rap. I was doing right, my rap. but that was not the song to be all excited about. It's a sorry. sad song. I was, to, I was trying to remember the words and like you know. It's okay. Mm, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> Lawrence is a daddy. He's that baby's daddy. <laughs> that is. All right. So, any final thoughts? Episode is good. Um, checking this was a my better episode for me though. Even though we yeah. fast forward a year, I think it tempo was very good. I'm also going to check myself, and I'm going to say that right now. I'm way too anxious about Insecure's last season. I, I'm I'm noticing when I watch it, I just want to get to it. And I'm like, but the show is going at the style it's always going by. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it sometimes we do. That's why last seasons are tough. It that's is. Why sometimes it's good just to get canceled because it's too much expectation. Um, and so I'm going on record saying I'm going to check myself. And whoever hears my voice, if you feel the same way, check yourself too. Because the show is going at the same pace it always goes. But it's because we know it's the last season. There's so much I want to know right now. That's so true. That's so true. Um, I'm excited, and I will try to check myself. This episode felt super, super short, so um, I'm glad there's ten episodes this season. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. See the ride between now and the end of the year. We'll see the ride. We will. All right. This has been fun. It is. Um, as always, thank you for being down for the calls. Um, see you next Sunday, same place, same time. In the meantime, you can follow Jay Hall at Jay Hall Society. Yep. On yep. all social media platforms. <laughs> you can follow Starting With Today at Starting With Today on all social media platforms. Except there you go, We're at Starting W Today. Um, you can find me, True underscore Charlene, on all social media platforms. Look at Charlene with the plug. Hey. Hey. <laughs> all right. We see y'all next week. 
Um, and y'all have a great week. Enjoy. Yes, and feel free to run this back also, too, if you're just joining in. Yeah, run it back. Uh, tell a friend, and then meet us back here next week to do another Insecure recap. Deuces. All right, bye. Bye-bye.